Welcome to the Kingsford Flivver Flash. I'm Coach Van Dusen. This is Season 21, Episode 5, Talking Sports Medicine with Dr. Tim McGuire and Athletic Trainer Morgan Schmidt. Well, this is a pretty cool episode because we have Dr. Tim McGuire, who's a Kingsford graduate who works just across the street on Pile Drive, uh, who helps athletes. And we also have Morgan Schmidt, who is our athletic trainer here at Kingsford and helps all athletes with all sports. She's on the sideline of football games. She's also in the gym for volleyball and basketball. She's out there every day for track right now in the spring. She is everywhere. And we were able to get them on the show. Let's see what they have to say. Well, thank you too for taking time out of your busy day uh, to come on the show. I really appreciate it. No problem, John. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. Um, so let's start off. Just tell us a little bit about yourself, where you went to high school, where you went to college, and what your official title is now. Morgan, we'll go ahead and start with you. Okay. So yeah, my name is Morgan. Um, I went to high school at Plymouth High School, or was at a high school in Plymouth, Minnesota. Um, so a bit of a UP transplant. Um, I went to college at Northern and I graduated from their Bachelor of Science and Athletic Training program back in 2019. And I've been here ever since. Um, I think my official title is just certified athletic trainer, but I'm the athletic trainer primarily for Kingsford High School. And I also kind of do some of the clinical coordination for the concussion clinic over at Dickinson Hospital. And you work all sports, correct? Boys, girls, football, basketball, yep. volleyball, everything. Yep. Every sport that Kingsford has, I'm available. So great. And uh, Tim, how about you? Um, so I went to Kingsford High School, graduated in 1981, uh, went to University of Michigan and had an MBA in biology from there from the Ann Arbor campus. And then my physical therapy degree was from the Clint campus, um, University of Michigan also. And what's your official job title right now? So I, I'm the manager of rehab services at Dickinson UP Rehab. So we, we recently joined forces. So um, oversee a lot of the inpatient care, home health care, and the sports medicine programming. So I work with Morgan quite closely. Excellent. Excellent. And uh, you're an old school fliver, you yeah. might say. <laughs> We had face masks then, but just barely. <laughs> <laughs> Leather helmets. I like it. Um, so this is a football podcast, obviously. So let's talk about uh, both of you in, are involved in Fliver football in very different ways. Morgan, you came to us. Um, you came into the Fliver Nation and all everything that brings as the athletic trader. Tim, you started off by playing and being a fan and now working with athletes. Um, so what's the best thing being associated with liver football. Tim, we'll go with you first this time. You know, I really feel the, the tradition, you know, um, growing up, looking forward to go to those games on Friday night when I was first, second grade. You know, I remember those days just not missing a home game, those types of things. Um, had siblings playing, watching their games, getting to the point where I was able to play. And then um, both my kids went through the program. Um, now I have a nephew playing. Um, so it's just more the tradition, tradition of it, and uh, really the 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 whole program itself, and the discipline involved, and um, just the camaraderie, everybody, um, just great memories. That's great, and it's a family tradition, truly, for you. You know, from like you were saying, your your siblings and yourself, and now your 
your sons and, and nephews. So that's amazing. So how about you, Morgan? What's the best part about being associated with Fliver football? Definitely the kids. Um, you know, I've been with Kingsford now. This is my second full year. Um, so, you know, it's just been a lot of fun watching the kids. You know, the first class of freshmen that I saw, they're now juniors. Either sophomores or juniors, I can't remember. But just kind of seeing how they grow and change from year to year and just, you know, the excitement that they all have for playing the sport and, you know, kind of getting to work with them. You know, it's also it's so much fun. It is. And I think, um, you know, Tim, I know you were a coach before and, and being a coach, that is a huge part for all of us is seeing them come in as, as freshmen and watching them grow and progress. And you two have the advantage of that without having to do two a days. Well, Morgan, you have to do two a days. Yeah. <laughs> right. And then she runs over in between to do volleyball and, and everything else. So, um, so these, I always like talking with athletic trainers specifically about these next couple questions. And first one is what do you wish players knew about your job, whether that's players who never come to see you or players that see you all the time. So Morgan, we'll go back to you first because you're in the trenches every day. Uh, what do you wish players knew about your job? Um, I mean, a couple of things. I think one of the biggest ones is definitely I can do a lot more to help the earlier that they come and see me. I have a lot of kids who will come in and they're like, yeah, this has been bugging me for two months now. And it's like, well, at this point, it's, you know, it's harder to do some things because it's kind of, you know, set in. Whereas if you come and see me right away, there's a lower chance that I have to, you know, hold you out from practice and things like that. You know, definitely the other thing is, you know, I don't like being the bad guy. You know, it's, it's never fun to have to tell a kid, no, you can't play. So it's like, you know, at the same time, that's my job. You know, I'm there to keep, keep these kids safe. And, you know, sometimes it means being the bad guy, but I dislike it as much as they dislike it. So. Right now, Tim, you're more involved in kind of managing the, the whole sports medicine. And if, I'm assuming uh, players would come to you for potential rehab in the office. So what are people, or what do you wish players knew about your job? Um, you know, I think a lot to do, a lot of what we do here is prevention also. So I, I think prevention and um, a lot of the kids are doing preventative stuff. You guys have great programming right now that the kids do do strength and conditioning, you know, when they get into that freshman level. Um, so just, you know, more that we do prevention, usually when they get to me here in the clinic, um, you know, they're not playing or, or they're out of their sport. So it's just a matter of, you know, being mentally strong to get back to playing and, and getting the confidence to work on, say, an injured knee, um, to be able to run and cut on it, those types of things. And then, John, you know firsthand <laughs> how that goes. But um, I feel like that was a little dig on me. That's all right. <laughs> not a dig <laughs> You're a hard worker and uh, yeah, you got, you came a long way with a pretty major injury. So, um, so it's always good to see that part, you know, but I think more of the prevention and kind of the mentality getting back to playing. Absolutely. And for those of you that don't know, I had a torn patella tendon and Tim was my uh, rehab guy. So we had some great conversations specifically around uh, fliver football and getting back. And I know um, a term that a previous athletic trainer used all the time was we're trying to get you from crutches to cleats. And that's, I think, you know, seeing both of you nod your heads, that is um, you don't want to keep kids out of sport. You want to put them back in. 
but from what you're both saying is they have to do it and they have to do it safely. Make sure they're not going to injure themselves worse or re-injure something because it's not ready to go. Um, great. So the next one goes from the players to the coaches and the parents, the adults that you are, you know, you have to deal with. So what's something that you wish the parents and the coaches kind of knew about your job? Tim, do you want to start? Um, so, you know, I, I guess the main thing is, is that we're, we're here, we're available to them. I mean, Morgan is at the high school every, every school day. She's available after school. Um, she meets people during the day if they need taping or stuff like that. Um, and she's in the training room pretty consistently. So, so one that we are available for any injury or any type of questions they have um, on, on what they should be doing those types of things prior to injuries and then what to do with injuries. Um, and then the other thing we're here for, you know, physical therapy, occupational therapy, for those, for those athletes that need it. Um, you know, you know I, I think just more of the awareness of being there, the concussion stuff, um, we're going to talk more about that. Uh, we do a ton of concussion training, a ton of pre-injury um, testing with the impact testing, um, and a lot of other prevention stuff that we do that probably people aren't quite aware of. Interesting. How about you, Morgan? What do you wish coaches and parents knew about your job? Um, well, on a lighthearted note with the parents, if they see a phone call from the Minneapolis area code, it's probably me. <laughs> I get a lot of parents who don't answer because like, I don't know anyone from Minnesota. It's like, no, it's me. Um, on a bit of a more serious note, you know, I mean, definitely the same thing. I don't like being the bad guy to have to call parents and say, you know, hey, your kid is hurt or, you know, we need to get them into ortho or I think they have a concussion. Um, so, I mean, that side of it, but also just the other thing is just how long my days can get and how many athletes I have to deal with. Um, so for football game days, you know, if a game starts at five, I'm usually at the school at two o'clock at the latest to try and you know, get things all set up. You know, if it's a night where we're traveling, you know, if we get back at 11 at night, there's a good chance I'm not going home until at least 1130, if not midnight, because I have to get things cleaned up and put away. Um, and, you know, just the fact that Kingsford has approximately 250 athletes, you know, all of whom I'm responsible for. And I love looking after mm -hmm. all of them. But sometimes I can't give you know, everything to one athletes, you know, I hope that parents understand, you know, I'm doing the best I can for their child, but you know, I will sometimes need to pull in other people to, to help me so that they can get the best care. Right. Yep. And I, and I will say from a coach's point of view, having an athletic trainer, not just at the games, but at practice is, is significant, you know, because it used, it used to be if somebody rolled an ankle or whatnot, a coach has to go deal with that and you have the rest of their position group or the team or whatever is, you know, without a coach and on game day, that's, you know, now the clock is ticking. So I was a coach before without an athletic trainer and somebody rolls an ankle. So I'm over there trying to call the defense, you know, and wrap the ankle at the same time. And to have somebody on the sideline where we can say, Hey, go, go see Morgan. And, you know, we glance over and you're doing different tests and seeing if their foot is okay and taking off their shoe and taping and all those things. Um, that's a huge, huge weight off of our shoulders when we're trying to coach a football game. So very appreciative for that. 
So uh, the last question I have on here is what is some advice you would have for some young athletes? I teach eighth grade. I talk with eighth graders every day about playing football. Um, they're really excited about it. And maybe not necessarily even from the sports medicine standpoint, but just the uh, going into high school, being an athlete standpoint. So we're going to start with the, uh, the more seasoned of you two, no. I think we'll start with. So go ahead, Careful. Tim, what's some advice you have for young athletes? Um, no, I guess two things. One is, is be prepared. There's, there's nobody that got through their high school years that played football that said I was too prepared coming into a season. Um, your off-season training, your strength and conditioning work, um, just mentally getting ready for the season, down to nutrition, um, getting enough rest, you know, enough water, those types of things, really make a big difference in how you're gonna perform on the field. Um, and I guarantee every, any one of the kids playing right now that you never come out of it and say, I was too prepared or I worked too hard. Um, you're always going to walk out and say there's still more in my tank. Um, so if you want to be the best athlete, you can, you know, get, get the, take it the off season serious, um, get prepared for the season. So, um, and the other thing is just what football teaches you in life. Um, just the discipline of it, the, um, camaraderie you have with your team. I, I coach a lot of youth sports and football is always the best because you would rely on 11 players for a play to work. Um, you needed all 11 for a play to work. You might have a fast kid or a quarterback with a good arm, but you need that line. You need everybody kind of working and in, in you know, synchronizing together to make that play work. Um, I, I used to coach with Brian Olson, one of the teachers at the school, and we, and we had a wingback counter that we ran. And, when you saw that play happen, it was just like slow motion. And you could see the C parting, our, our right wing is going to the left side, two guys pulling. Um, it, it was just, I remember watching that play in a game, just work and work and work. Brian would say, why are you running that play more? That's why well, I don't want to give it up. He goes, you run that play till it, till it doesn't work anymore. <laughs> so, <laughs> So, I mean, those types of things, I think football is more of a sport that you're relying on a lot, of, a lot of kids that might or might not get along together that can make a play work and make a team great. Oh, that's, those are both great points. The preparation part, um, you know, they're, they're doing that right now with either playing another sport, which I think is great, whether they're playing baseball or tennis or running track um, or in the weight room, getting stronger, getting faster, um, getting more resilient to injuries with, with the weight training. And then the, everybody has to rely on everybody to do their job. And the kicker in football is if you look to try to see if somebody is doing their job, you're going to fail at yours. Right. So it's a real trust builder. And like you said, with kids that maybe don't get along in the classroom or don't sit and eat lunch together. But when you get those groups of kids that do, that's when you really can have something special. So Morgan, you're an athlete. You're a part of the Fliver Nation now. What's some advice you would give to these eighth graders coming up through the system? So, I mean, obviously I can't give any specific, specific advice in regards to football. I never played it. That being said, I did play hockey for 14 years, including a little bit in college. Football on ice. And I, I guess my big thing is just enjoy it. You know, every, every practice, even when it's, you know, awful and you're just tired and you don't want to be there every game, you know, even if you're getting frustrated or, you know, you lose, 
um, you know, just enjoy it because everyone wants to imagine that their season is always going to end with them winning the state championship. But, you know, the reality of that is, is more often than not, you know, you're probably not going to win a state championship that goes to one team when there's, you know, how many in the state. Um, that being said, just everything is so uncertain. You know, my hockey career got cut short because, you know, I was having cardiac issues. And, you know, you really never know just when it might be over. You know, what I would tell kids, you know, take advantage of the time that you do have, make sure that you're loving it and just, you know, kind of cherish those memories. So that way, you know, if it does end on a note that maybe isn't how you wanted, you still have all of those good times to look back on and be like, yeah, this, this was a thing I enjoyed doing. Excellent advice. Excellent advice. I have a a friend who played college football and he always used to say, play your first play, your first play, like it's your last one and your last one, like it's your first one. And just like you're saying, take, take advantage and cherish every one of those plays. Cause you never, you never know when it's going to be, when it's going to be done. Right. Mm -hmm. So, well, this has been a fantastic conversation and I'm really grateful you guys took time out of your busy day to talk with us. So until next time, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you. John. Thanks a lot. That was Dr. Tim McGuire and athletic trainer Morgan Schmidt. You can find more on our social media links. We have Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can follow us on YouTube. We also have a blog out there. All of those links are going to be available in the show notes. And until next time, this is Coach Van Dusen. Win in the classroom, win in the community, and win on the field.